Welcome to Holy Grace Podcast, your dose of holistic healing. I am your host, Cray, inviting you to embrace your authentic and truest self in your journey. Join me in our haven where we cultivate and nurture our mind, body, and spirit as we radiate positivity and create ripple effect through everyone who's going through holistic healing or any transformative journey. Understanding that this is a safe space for you to be and explore that enlightening journey. So sit back and relax and let's quantum leap. Hi everybody. Ah, welcome back to my podcast channel. I feel so inspired recording this and it's been on my archives for a while. Like it's an idea download, but I feel like it's divine timing to talk about it now. So this episode is all about what are the parts of you that were inauthentic and how did this help you or at least make you who you are today? So again, I invite you to take what resonates and leave what doesn't. I always say this. You're meant to be here to speak to your soul because we're soul family. And the reason why this podcast is enlightening your consciousness because you're meant to take away something that you needed to hear today. I don't know what that is, but here we go. So before we even dive deep into it, I want to just briefly explain something or between what is authentic and what is inauthentic. So I found this study, the concept of authentic and inauthentic existence in the philosophy of Martin Heidegger. I'm not sure if that is a pronunciation, but I just read it. So according to this article... The everyday use of term authenticity tends to mean real, genuine, or true, and inauthentic as fake, fraud, imposter. Now, when it comes to authentic existence, it is something decided firmly from an everyday life. So if you're living authentically, it means that in the face of thrownness, you are the one who is true to yourself in making choices in the realm of potentialities. Now, or thus, authenticity is taking hold of yourself in your own terms. And it's expressed in the I-hood that gives one personal identity. Basically, to live authentically means it's to exist. It means to stand out from the Latin word ex-stare, ex-stare. That is to be outside the anonymous mass to emerge from the world in which we find ourselves to accept our situation with all the limitation. To exist means living in the duality of things. Now, let's talk about the inauthenticity. 
right? So we're talking about living inauthentically. The inauthentic life, according to the article, is characterized by a routine manner of life in which possibilities are taken over or dictated by social pressures. The life is not the individual, but anonymous and featureless based on public ego. It's like you're one of the many. You're shrinking your personal responsibility because you based your conventional life or your existence through the mass. So what it means, so the result is you have self-estrangement of human existence. This leads you to having a very common day-to-day life, if I put it that way. Okay, so that is based on the existence of being authentic and inauthentic in our daily lives. So there's also other things that they call internal authenticity and external authenticity. So which we are going to talk about today. Why I had to explain us so you guys have a brief idea of the context or the social contract, what it means to be authentic or inauthentic. But the sole purpose of this podcast episode is for you to be enlightened. What are the paradoxes of being authentic? And how can someone measure the level of personal authenticity by not avoiding the outside world, but fully immersing your oneself with it. My intention for you is to be brave enough to be out there and shine your light, even though the society doesn't say so. The question is, how do you really know whether you're being authentic or not? Or are you consciously aware of being authentic throughout your daily life? That's the big question that we wanted to ask. And I wanted to bring in the gap in between why I'm talking about this. Because 10 years ago, I wasn't fully authentic. And the inauthentic parts of me back then created this identity that is dependent on the roles of a quote-unquote individual society where it has to fit in based on the personal, occupational, cultural, or national, ethical, political, religious identities, all of this dynamic that define what you're supposed to be. It's, it's really complex. And I myself conformed into that box growing up. One of them is pleasing, over-pleasing people in order to feel belong, suppressing my emotion, even though it's already tough on me, that stopped me from seeking support. And 
um, sometimes even having a hard time expressing myself in the full spectrum of my own thoughts and feelings because of fear of being judged, fear of being misunderstood. So all of this inauthentic parts of me, at some point, they're actually a coping mechanism that was describing the parts of me that is in needing of genuine love or self-love or real love. But because the society wants you to be in a certain way or how we were conditioned growing up that was passed on to generation and generation, leading to feeling erroneously misrepresented by these factors of how we live culturally, politically, or however that is, made me feel unhappy. I reached a spiritual bottom, depressed. I don't even know what depressed means. Empty, alone, and lost at some point of my life. And that prompted me to self-examination, self-discovery, and self-love. And that's why it brought me to releasing re-identifying and reconnecting to the truest essence or the parts of me that was conditioned uh, based on how people think of me or how I'm supposed to show up. I had this desire to understand why do I feel exhausted even though I am giving all of myself to these people? Why do I still feel inadequate when I'm already loving these people the way they wanted me to? Why do I still feel not enough when I'm helping these people despite, I have, despite of the struggles that I'm going through in my life? So... That really prompt me a lot to ask myself, how much have I been really, truly, truly holding myself responsibly with so much respect and love? I remember I used to dim my light just so the other person would feel good about themselves. Or sometimes I have to pretend I know that song just so I feel that I'm vibing with them, even though I don't know what the heck that song is. And there are times where I had to pretend that I went to this specific concert too, you know, because that deep sense of belonging in the society that makes me feel cringy looking back, <laughs> how inauthentic and how... Eh, misinterpreted like it's the eh feeling of fakeness of that part of me that wanted to belong because I felt so afraid of being vulnerable of who I truly am of what I want I shied away so much about me having a lot of interest with classical music because I thought it was boring. Society says so, right? And the environment that I'm in. I shied away 
of me reading books because I was told growing up or the people in the quote-unquote it crowd that I look like a nerd, you know, things that I love reading, that I'm a nerd. So I stopped reading books in public areas. I would hide. I would really stay in my room and just read the books that I love. And I remember I published a book online in high school and I never told anybody that I wanted to become a writer. That was just an interest when I was in high school and I felt so shy about that. Why did I hide those parts of me that felt true, that felt genuine? I'm getting emotional just looking back. And realizing the inauthentic parts of me was the one that's protecting those parts of me that felt or that thought that it wouldn't be accepted by the society or it doesn't matter because it's not what everybody else is doing or not the majority or the mass is doing. So the part of me as well that brought me to sports is because I didn't know how to rest into my femininity. But when I ask my auntie or my mom, what was that small thing or anything that I loved doing most when I was two years old or probably or seven year old, years old younger that I loved doing most that you saw inside me? My aunt says, you love dancing in the middle of the living room with your diaper on. <laughs> am I but I realized and I had that most aha moment when my auntie told me that because I started dancing 2019 because I told myself I would challenge this thoughts this fear-mongering thoughts or based belief system from the past and just try it out and when I tried going back to dance so much fire and light and genuine and sense of self organically came out inside me. I felt like I belong. I felt like it was a safe space for me to explore that truest sense of me. I was so brave enough to challenge the, oh, I don't look like everybody else. I was able to practice sense of compassion because as I was dancing and looking in front of the mirror, I practiced that genuine love for myself that I put myself through in hiding or even being afraid to try to dance. I dimmed this part of me in college because I thought I didn't belong because everybody says, you're too tall. You look like a stick when you're dancing, so you don't belong. I remember those moments that I believed in those lies. And that was expressed through my thoughts. It was stored in my body that eventually became the language of my emotions, which is interpreting as a very fearful ways of my being. But the truth is, it's actually the most genuine part of me. Dance brought me to integrating my spiritual practice. And now I'm holding workshops in helping people and connecting with their authentic self through dance. I had this 
programming with this fear of rejection and failure and social pressure back then too that I have to conform that I have to show up perfectly that I have to get this a a plus game I have to have this focus on mindset that I have to have highest grade and if I fail I fail so many times in college just to let you know guys I realize now going through NLP and hypnosis school that my I learned the best way by experiencing it and my human design profile is one third that I love testing the principles through experience and when I look back in college and nursing school my grades in related learning experience or clinicals you know as I was put through you can put me through the the whole hospital setting and handle like five patients I think I learn the best way there because my grades are higher than academics or just by basing myself on the book. I needed to experience it. I needed to immerse myself. And for the longest time, I was so afraid of failing to having this pure shame of not having good grades in academy. So all of this perceived expected notions of who you are supposed to be Those are the inauthentic parts of you that compromised, that demanded you to adapt into showing up, to conform, to be inside a box. Now, if I would give you the best example of people who are not authentic in the reality or in the realm of the 3D world, politicians. (laughs) Since they always have to appear confident, flawless, honest and no room for scrutiny because they hold this power yeah they have to be in this theater of conformity so they have to perform so now my question for you if you look back in the past five years or seven years in your life how many times did you perform in convincing or pleasing people with different values or aspirations, beliefs, dreams, or needs just to feel belong. If you did, and still doing so, I invite you to ask yourself, what is the least difficult to sustain if you allow yourself to reflect and show up in alignment to what you value about yourself where you showing up imperfectly is more than enough just sit in with that and just notice what comes up and ask yourself How would it look like for you if you cultivate that deep sense of value and recognize what is true for you and feel adequate enough to express that and based your ways of articulating your life or perceiving your life on those attributes? and 
love and value for yourself every single day. Everyone is continually evolving. So the value of authenticity is really in alignment to what are those values that I have been so consistently showing up? Not in place of other people's needs, not in place of other people's comfort, not in place of other people's beliefs or perception, but in my own integral. Now, how will be feeling authentic? How can this be an instrument for someone to increase their vitality, to increase their vibrational frequency or alignment in their daily living? So there was this Spain study that I've seen recently. So it was just published, I believe, on April 2013. We'll leave a link below if you want to look into it more. It's called Spain, S-B-A-N-E. It's the scale of positive and negative experience. So the psychometric properties and normative data in a large Chinese test. So what they did is they assessed subjective feelings of well-being and ill well-being and overcoming several limitations of previous popular tools or, or factors. So they examined, I believe, 21 or 22,000 people who are full-time worker from a power industry and they assessed their consistency, reliability, all sorts of variable factors that would demonstrate their high internal consistency on Spain, right? Like, so the conclusion was that the people who are consistently presenting themselves in their most authentic way actually emits the highest frequency or emotional sense of well-being. So when it does, it's, it creates so much ripple effect, a positive, pleasant effect that has correlation with positive energies. So basically, the people who are exhibiting their most authentic self and independence their conditions, so there's one I believe have even said this satisfaction that the conditions of my life are so excellent. That was their response in terms of expressing their truest self consistently. So my question for you, and just arrive at this, what's stopping you from being authentic? What are the things that you're still holding on to from the past that still creates a huge gap in between for you to feel your truest self? Remember this. Once you tap into your authentic self, your magnetic self simultaneously will merge together and create a huge quantum field of emotional resiliency. Of course, a space for you to manifest from a place of genuine, truest, authentic love. 
and your authentic essence naturally gravitate towards what high frequency desires. When we say high frequency desires, it means love. And if you recall Abraham Hicks emotional guidance frequency, her top one is love appreciation. So when you're being authentic, you appreciate who you are. You love who you are unapologetically and you emit the high vibrational frequency that increases the vitality of your life and satisfaction because you know who you are you are grounded to what you are you create from a place of authentic self and that is power so this is a sign and if you are that person who's feeling called to create this space, I invite you to open your mind. And I also just wanted to let you know that I, ever since I have been so authentic to who I am, I've attracted brands to collaborate with me. And one of the brands that I really love that I have been using so far that deeply, deeply aligns with my value, which is increase the vitality of my consumption or my energy consumption is Magic Mind. Magic Mind is an elixir that has amazing ingredients that really help me a lot to increase my focus and maximize my energy. And as a person who used to have an autoimmune disease, I have a hard time finding my focus and finding my ways to finish my task throughout the day. This is great if you are having a hard time to finish a project in one sitting. This is something that I just love and I can't live without. And I've been going to school as an entrepreneur. I go to school. I still study. I hold space for my clients and I create projects. And this is one of those, I'll say my secret, <laughs> not so secret anymore, that I utilize to help me really increase that potentiality and help people in the best way that I can. So if you're called to use my code KHREY20 to have a discounted purchase up to, I believe, 50%. So I'll put all in my description below. But I'm so grateful for this brand because they sponsored our episode today. So what are the benefits for you when you start becoming or tapping into your authentic self? Like I mentioned, you attract people who are in alignment to who you are, it feels so fulfilling. You allow yourself to be okay by being misunderstood and you attract right people or genuine people that are in alignment to who you are. You start opening your doors to infinite possibilities because you no longer conform to the box of the society that this is the only way. But you will have so many ways of your being. You'll tap into your creativity because you're so authentic to who you are that you can create from that space of knowing. And you no longer, I would say it would decrease the need to 
to please people because technically you will feel unbothered by people's judgment because you know who you are you you don't feel the need to prove to people who you are but because you're so authentic and discern it's easy for you to be that i can also add this to the relationship aspect friends partner or if you're in a dating journey when you're truly authentic to who you are it's easy to discern what feels like it's not aligned to what you want versus to pleasing or conforming to someone's ways of living or how they want you to be part of their lives so you, instead of you co dependently creating or existing with someone you coexist with them independent independently with your individuality with your centeredness of who you are and when you think about it you found ways to share what you value in the table that both of your partner or your friends could enjoy and that's where you plant seeds and grow from authentically and it's so fulfilling you naturally repel people who are inauthentic who are just there on the times that they need you but you attract more people who actually sees the value in you even more who treats you even in the highest ways to love you to appreciate you to exchange energies with you so being authentic it doesn't limit you it actually sifts through your reality that could bring forth more joy or bring forth more people that is in there to help you grow win feel the joy celebrate you this is a sign to allow yourself to uncover parts of you that feels inauthentic and please do not judge those inauthentic parts of you they were your ways of coping up it's the only way that you know how so allow yourself to see them as is but embrace it peel off the layers that no longer serves you and if you need support i am here for you i'm opening my doors for one-on-one -on -one coaching i can hold space for you in my radical coaching program where i incorporate trans modalities to help you to tune in and tap into your authentic and aligned state to help you ground even deeper to extipulate that potentiality that you have been suppressing for a while thank you so much everybody i hope this episode serves you please tag us or even rate this episode because it helped me even reach more souls who needed to hear this who needed to just have a little nudge on them to be who they truly are i appreciate you so much and subscribe on my email list follow me on ig at holly cray or subscribe through my email list i send 
downloads, spiritual downloads, or even monthly readings for everyone in there. So if you're interested, subscribe on my email list. Just go on my website at www.hollygray.com. I also have a self-love workbook there that you can download for free. I'm so grateful for you. Have a good, lovely day. Gratefully, Craig.